So, today is a very special day, my faithful subjects. So none of your business years ago, Mama Freeman pushed me out into this world, and my presence has been blessing you peasants ever since that faithful day. You're welcome. day good evening my beautiful children of the sun it's amari freeman here and you are now tuned into the no cream no sugar podcast where we like all things like we like our coffee so as i mentioned it's my motherfucking birthday and yes horns will be going off every time i say it's my motherfucking birthday first and foremost give mama freeman her round of applause This is her day as well, so show her some gratitude for bringing me into this world. Now that we have that taken care of, let me run down some things that you all can gift me on this day as a form of your full appreciation and undying loyalty to your royal highness. Italian twine watch would be absolutely divine. That gold 46 millimeter men's black leather band to be exact because your queen spelled K-W-E-E-N likes nice timepieces with big fat faces that swallow her whole little wrist. A woman up shirt from stuzoclothing.com. Black, medium, thank you. A black by popular demand shirt from hgcapparel.com. Half yellow, half black, medium, thank you. A like, a share, a subscribe, and a five star rating to this podcast. A big booty hoe from the paint or you can show me the money because it's still november dollar sign no cream no sugar equals the cash app now that i put in my request for my motherfucking birthday let's get into the show this birthday this year especially has me in my head and heart about the concepts of age and growth so today's episode is going to be centered around just that We're going to discuss aging as a form of resistance, birthday behavior in a COVID world, and birthday affirmations and resolutions. Let's go. But first, let's get into my situation over here. As I said, it's my motherfucking birthday. So I am not drinking coffee today. And water is debatable. I am sipping on Tennessee tea with the Tennessee whiskey that is Uncle Nearest 1856. It has a bold and spicy caramel flavor up front with hints of maple, then mellows with dried fruit and floral notes. After you head down to the liquor store and get you a bottle, hop on over to UncleNearest.com to read their history, children. It's righteous retribution. So before we get into the topic that is aging as a form of resistance, I need to introduce you all to some verbiage. Oppression isn't limited to whiteness or white people. And as I said in last week's episode, go listen if you haven't already. I am an abbreviator of sorts. So instead of saying the oppressors or oppression, from now on, I will be saying the OPPs because it's short for oppression and also oppressors love other people's property, other people's culture, other people's forms and physiques, other people's ideas and creativity with little credit or coin. So the term OPP is only befitting. Now on to aging as a form of resistance. I was listening, well, Bay was listening to a little Juju podcast and she had her aunt on the show and her aunt said something that just hit me 
to the core. She said, anytime you put your foot on someone's neck and they get up anyway, that's somebody to fear. And I truly felt that word. Black people, did you know we're not supposed to be here? What? No, what? absolutely not. What? Between the boat ride here, slavery, the Klan, the Crow, Reagan, Orange Face, the cops, Karen. We ain't supposed to be here. What? We supposed to be out of here like 200 years ago. What? And yet, not only are we still here, black people, we have the audacity to be obnoxious about it. <laughs> I'm talking Ollie in the 12th obnoxious. I'm talking Miss Silly hexing Mr. on her way out to greener pastures obnoxious. I'm talking Bruce Leroy glowing up on show enough obnoxious, okay? We just keep getting up and glowing up and, and persevering because whether we articulate it or not, we understand our presence, our mere presence is a form of resistance. And we're here because we said it shall be so. And that's some scary shit. If you're an oppressor, excuse me, OPP. Every day we wake up, Black people, every birth and birthday that we celebrate is a stunt on the world's anti-Blackness. May we continue to stun on these hoes for generations and generations to come. And not allow Western ideas of aging and gender interfere with that stunt. I don't know where the idea of your life being over at 30 came from, but if I had to guess, probably from a male OPP. Newsflash, boys and girls, life doesn't even start at 30. So how in the hell does it end at 30? I wouldn't dare want to be in my 20s again. I was forever broke and forever making bad decisions against myself time and time again. So me good on no longer being in my 20s because you know, looking a certain age has never and will never be a problem for me because I'm a black woman. I will always look 23 <laughs> and I'm old enough to be comfortable in what I understand and comfortable in what I don't, which means I'm wise enough to know that I know nothing. And every day is an opportunity to live as a means of learning. I think as a society, we use the words knowledge and wisdom interchangeably. And I disagree with that. I feel that knowledge is something you can acquire. You can pick up a book, you can go YouTube something and learn that, acquire that. Wisdom can only be obtained through living. So you can be a well-knowledge young person. That's a good thing. That's actually a beautiful thing. But it takes living and experiencing the world to actually grow as an individual. So look forward into growing into elder stateship and accumulating experience after experience to share with those after you. I do. It is my personal belief, as well as many traditional African cultures believe that it is the responsibility of the elder states individual to pass down knowledge and traditions on to the next generation. So I can't wait to live a whole bunch and share it with my children and their friends and their cousins and their mama them. And I look forward to seeing how they perceive me and my generation. Maybe they too will hate us for liking avocado toast. And that's okay because I would have lived to hear them gripe about it. Because as Mama Freeman likes to say, if you are not growing old, that means you die young. So we're going to pass on all that there. And we're going to honor the age that we're in and look forward to the ages to come. We are not going to let vanity or OPPs prevent us from seeing the beauty and growth and perseverance. By the way, vanity, my good, good black people, is a marketing ploy to get you to pay way too much coin on eye and facial cream. And I say that as a graphic designer whose bread and butter is convincing you to A, hate yourself, and then B, buy this product to make yourself love yourself again. So no, let's not do that. Let's age defiantly. Defiantly, 
defiance is the perfect word to segue into the next topic. So my friends, many of whom are black or from the African diaspora are like, Amari, what are you doing for your motherfucking birthday? And I find my nails and go quarantining like you should be. As much as I would love to support my party promoter folk and black owned establishments, because many of them are in that small businesses are closing conversations. None of you people have been taking this virus seriously enough for me to be out there with you all on my day. In fact, unpopular opinion. Many of you black people have been just as ridiculous with the handling of this virus as old orange face. Yup, let's get into this faux act of defiance that is not wearing the mask. The mask public discourse is the stupidest argument I have ever heard in my short little time here on this great green earth. I didn't stutter. In fact, I'll say it again. This mass public discourse is the stupidest argument I have ever heard in my short little time on this great green earth. It's right up there with seatbelts and unprotected sex with fuckboys. That's yucky. Right. Why would you do that? Black people, I don't want to hear any shit about it's hard to breathe with. You know what else is hard to breathe with? COVID. I don't want to hear no garbage about it's your American right to walk around here spreading deadly diseases. You do that shit with AIDS and you can go to jail. What? Yes, jail. But y'all want to walk around here breathing COVID on people absent of consequence and remorse. Lies you fucking tell. It is your right to not wear a seatbelt while driving 50 miles per hour in a school zone on top of already texting on your phone until the cops see you do it. So don't act brand new to the concept of capitulating to laws and regulations for the benefit of public health and safety. And don't give me any Jesus stuff. Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ, Seventh-day Adventist. Come closer. A little closer. Yes, in his name. Praise him. Yes. Amen. Amen. Prayer without prep is pointless. It's like praying for a job. You could pray all day, but if you haven't worked on your resume and networked, there isn't much the most high can do. Like praying for a spouse. You can pray for a hubby or wifey partner, but if you ain't out here working on being wifey and hubby material, I don't know what you want Jesus to do about that. So yes, you can pray about COVID-19. I encourage it. But if you're not wearing a mask, social distancing and quarantining when necessary, I'm I'm not sure what you're expecting most high to do. Help God help you and wear a gosh darn mask. I'm also not here for you black fashionistas. The mask being ugly is just not a good enough excuse for me. You know, as black people, we can't do anything without being cute and coordinated. There are a ton of black owned establishments that have masks. I personally go to diop.com. That's diop.com. And I have like seven different patterns from them for every color scheme in my closet. So no, go get you a mask that matches what you got on today and keep it pushing. And if you're the selfish type, no judgments. This is America, me country. I have a story for y'all. Picture it. Chuck Elisa. 2020. So Amari likes to fix and build things and was building something for the house and needed a new power tool. So she headed down to the hardware store. This is where I stopped speaking in third person. Now I too was like some of you selfish niggas, like they kept saying, wear the mask and then not wear the mask. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna not wear the mask. I'm gonna do me. So I'm walking down the aisles of the hardware store all willy nilly living that no mask life. And as I'm walking, I'm approaching two elders, you know, mind their own business, conversation. What? 
Yes, conversating. And as I'm walking past him to get to the tool that I wanted, one of the elders sneezed. (gasps) And it happened so quickly that it took him off guard and he didn't cover his mouth. And of course, he wasn't wearing a mask. Neither was his friend. So all 100,000 of his germs just flew straight out into the universe at 100 miles per hour. Because that's how fast the sneeze comes out your mouth. He froze. His friend froze. I froze. We all froze on aisle 15. And it was at that very moment where I realized the moral of today's story for you selfish niggas. The mask is for your ass. So wear it. Black people, COVID deserves its own episode. So I'm going to wrap up my rant and ended by saying this having the mask is like going outside and seeing that there's an overcast you can go and grab your umbrella real quick and just carry it around and not need it or you can leave it at the house take the risk and get drenched you know don't be out here looking like andre and big boy in the drop top soaking wet wear the damn mask now i know it's your little birthday and you want to turn up everybody remembers when the aries and the taurus and a few pisces were like in their feelings because they thought they were the only ones that was gonna have a covid birthday no 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 we are all in this together we're all gonna have a covid ass birthday and there's ways to turn your house into a cute little turn up you know you can pop champagne in your kitchen You can turn your bathroom into a cute little spa situation. Put your mask on and go to bougie ass host foods and get you some roses, you know, some salt baths. In fact, don't go to Whole Foods. Go to buyfromablackwoman.org and find a black woman who make bath scrubs and salts and stuff like that and, and, and make you a black on birthday situation. Get some sexy or calming music, whatever your tea is. Put the roses in the in the water. Make sure the water's all nice and hot and stuff. And then and then add the the black owned body scrub and treat yourself to exfoliation for your birthday. If you have a house with some yard, that yard is a blank canvas for Bay's birthday. I turned our front yard into the motherfucking park and we had a motherfucking picnic had my little my little boom box and some food and and got all the little throwback kid toys i could possibly find at Target and turned our front yard into a motherfucking festival just two grown-ass adults in the driveway blowing bubbles what no our elder neighbors didn't judge us once speaking of driveway that too is a blank canvas make it a movie night i was out in new orleans with some folk and i looked at their neighbors and they made a damn bonfire and had the 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 boxing match beaming off their garage genius one day i felt like bowling damn it so i went out and bought 10 one liter bottles from the store emptied them out painted them white with a red stripe some of them black with a red stripe and then one that was red with a white stripe because that was the money pin then i got a mini soccer ball used some scrap two by fours i had laying around to to make my lane and boom bowling bitches so try as much as you can in this moment that we're all experiencing to not continually see all the things that you can't do and start thinking and being creative about the things that you can do or can create. So I will not be going anywhere today on my motherfucking birthday. I'm going to make this house a lituation, a dancery, an OnlyFans stripper's dream, have some shots with my folk on FaceTime, fire up the grill and make me a steak 
Now I will go to Cam and Kate's and get my free cupcake, but that's about it children. Because as I mentioned before, my presence on this earth is powerful to myself, my people, our liberation. There's no need for me to risk not seeing another rotation around this earth because I want to go blow asymptomatic COVID on some birthday candles at the pink. Moving on. So Bay likes to say while praying, I call down. And I love it so much that I'm going to adopt that phrase to our next topic, birthday affirmations and resolutions. I don't really celebrate New Year's. I go to parties, of course, and I do a New Year's ritual with my folk, but I I don't really consider it the new year for me. My motherfucking birthday is the new year for me. In the past couple of years, I've been less concerned about the turn up festivities of my new year and more focused on what, as my base says, I'm calling down for this rotation. Now, sharing is caring. So I'm going to share with you all what I mean and use my motherfucking birthday as an example to follow. First, figure out what you want. You want money, you want success, you want a husband or a wife and three kids. Okay, generic, but you know, something we can we can start with that. Then plan out how you are going to acquire the things that you just said you wanted. Now, don't be afraid of plans. Not planning, I've learned through wisdom, see, podcast making full circle, that not planning is a fear of self-awareness and your contributions to your own success, or better yet, your own demise. Planning insinuates action. And the reality is, there's not many people about that action, boss. So if you really want the things that you say that you wanted, that you said first and foremost, then sit down and write a plan of action on how you're going to achieve those things. Hold yourself accountable for what you want out of life. Make sure that your plan is written in pencil with a very good eraser on college rule pieces of paper. Remain open in your plan. Plans are not set in stone once you make them. You have to be open to adjusting your plans to what necessary for your end goal. So for instance, let's say you want a job and a job pops up, but they are not in the state that you're in. That is something you need to readjust in your plan. Are you willing to move? Are you not willing to move? We didn't consider that before in the plan. Let's figure out what our options are. Lastly, be specific. Stop throwing out themes that are relative in the scheme of life. Success is relative. Happiness is relative. Rich is relative. A man is relative. What do you mean by that for you? Children in my 20s, when I was asking for jobs, I would say just that, Lord, I just need a job. And you know what I got? Just a job. Then I wised up, see, full circle. And I became very specific in what I was asking from my ancestors, what I was asking from the most high. And then you know what? I started getting exactly what I was asking for, sis. I see so many of you with dusty fuckboys for baby daddies. That's yucky. Because you did not say exactly what you wanted from a man. You just rose your hands up high and said, I want a man, God. Or worse, I want a good man. Again, not specific enough. What does that mean for you? Because you know what happens when you sit down and write what you want, exactly how you want it? You know what that means? You just set yourself a damn standard to go with the goddamn plans that you are referencing to achieve the things you want out of life. So say what you want, be specific about it, plan it out and remain open in case your plan has to fluctuate. So we have those four things understood? Yes. Good. Let's do a practice exercise since it's my motherfucking birthday. (laughs) 
we'll use me as the first example. Cue in the tambourines, please. Thank you. Ancestors, most high, I call down the success of this podcast. No cream, no sugar. May those listening like, share, and follow. May that fellowship increase tenfold, bringing forth advertising and sponsors. I call down being better at working out my spiritual muscles so that I can have a whole and balanced flex on this world. I call down wealth outside of a nine to five in the six figure range that allows me to fund the communities and change that I wish to see in this world. I call down the strength needed to push through any barriers that attempt to stand in my way of my freedom because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I call down the willingness to open up and not get in the way of my own success because you know, Most High, that that beautiful flower on the wall is probably me. I call down the infectiousness of my glow. May it be bright and warm and felt miles and miles away. I call down love that is enduring, Mm. grace that is deserving, Mm. and energy oozing positivity. Mm. And I call down all the affirmation for my family, my friends, and my community because my call down is their come up. And that's how that's done, children. Don't think you have to get that right on your first try. Practice makes perfect. Just be intentional about what it is that you want, what you want to accomplish, what you want around you, what you want to vibrate in your life. In other words, name it and claim it. So let's run down what we discussed on my motherfucking birthday. We talked about aging as a form of resistance and how black people, we are here because we said it shall be so. May we continue to pull our best Seely impersonation and hex the world until they do right by us. We talked about COVID birthday behavior and how we shall celebrate responsibly with our masks on. Damn it. And finally, we discussed treating your birthday like the New Year's because it is a new year for you. What are your resolutions? What are your affirmations? Think about it. What do you want out of life? Write it down. Plan it out. Be very, very specific and then call it down like a prayer on first Sunday. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Edamari Sips. Check out this episode's description to snatch the links to those fabulous Black-owned businesses that I mentioned in today's episode. Once more, that Patreon is a-coming because this ish ain't free. So until next week, boys and girls, and all the beauty in between, and remember, by any means necessary, Amari out. <laughs>